Welcome back to the second half of this morning's Gone Outdoors. Kyle Agri and Scott Brewer of Brewer Agri Outdoors. Talking hunting, talking fishing, talking just about anything you can do outdoors. Here on Kello News Talk, Sioux Falls, KWSN Sioux Falls, and the mighty 790 KFGO Fargo. We're excited to uh, welcome our guest here on this segment, uh, Mr. Matt Schneider, uh, waterfall expert at Shields and. He is so much more than a waterfall expert at Shields. He's a waterfall expert because of his passions outside of work. He is a man of all Shields outdoors when it comes to his uh, professional career. Uh, But we're going to be talking waterfall today. Matt, welcome to Gone Outdoors. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. It's always great to talk, and especially this time of the year. I mean, I know for a fact uh, we're getting you at, like, peak excitement. Am I right on that one? Oh, absolutely. I mean, temps are starting to drop. There are seasons opening left and right, and I can't decide what I want to do on the weekends. Do I want to fall fish? Do I want to waterfowl hunt? Do I want to deer hunt? It's just, it's everywhere right now. I can't decide. I mean, it's a good problem to have, though. It's a great problem to have. It's the problem of all of our, uh, all of us outdoor enthusiasts this time of the year. There's just too much to do, and we're going to, we're going to, kind of funnel it down here this morning. We're going to talk a little waterfall hunting. We're going to talk a little goose hunting. And I know that is right up your alleyway. You've done and continue to do a whole lot of goose hunting in uh, in your free time, which I know isn't a lot. But, you know, uh, you you do a, a fair amount of goose hunting in the fall. You do some, some goose hunting uh, early season and spring too. But uh, you really hit it hard in the fall. We're a week away from opener, the official waterfall goose hunting opener here in North Dakota, uh, Minnesota, South Dakota has seasons opening up, you know, off and on, depending on what part of the state you're in for the next uh, three or four weeks here. Let's talk goose hunting, Matt. Uh, what are folks doing here a week out? What What's on our list if we're going to be out there opening morning? Well, I mean, I think the big thing is obviously like if you didn't hunt early season, uh, make sure that you just have all your uh, licenses. Um, make sure that you have, I believe it's your general game and your waterfowl stamp. Uh, that should be good to go for waterfowl season. I would have to double check that to make sure uh, you don't need anything else. But especially that waterfowl stamp, just because um, that is such a good way to help with wetlands, habitats and conservation um, but that's probably thing number one. Uh, and more, number, more on that yeah, and ahead. just more on that in a little bit. We'll talk duck stamps here in a little bit too, but, uh, and that's going to vary state to state in terms of the, the license requirements. Is that correct? Oh, absolutely. And that was just speaking on the North Dakota half, and that could be different in Minnesota, South Dakota, I mean, you name it. And it could vary by zone too. So just make sure that you check your state and check your zone uh, regulations and season openers before you really kick it out in the field. Yeah, and, and I believe there's uh, youth hunts that are going on as well. They are starting this weekend, um, and there's many different hunts. You know, there's many different dates. You want to make sure you get the right one. You want to make sure you're in the right area, like you said, and make sure all your ducks are in a row, so to speak, uh, before you even go out there. Matt, one question I have for you. I'm not a huge goose hunter, Um so I'm not exactly sure on this question. I know a lot of guys will go out and they'll do some scouting the night before, 
you know, to figure out where their birds are at. Is a week or is a week ahead too early to go out and scout? I mean, it's never too early, uh, especially with birds right now. Uh, you know, all your ducks, they're flying right now. Uh, all your geese, we're starting to get molt migrators pushed into North Dakota and northern Minnesota. Um, so there's a ton of birds around. And a week isn't too far in advance. But just keep in the back of your mind, like, birds are going to do what birds are going to do. No matter, no matter if they're in a field for four or five days at a time, they could switch that sixth day. They could switch that second day. You know, uh, birds are weird in that instance where they're going to really just kind of chase the feed uh, go wherever they feel like. Uh, so I usually recommend to scout either a day or two days before, because then you're getting on top of that next pattern that they're doing before you hit the field. That's great advice. That's really good advice as far as preparation. Uh, Matt, how about this one? Uh, you know, crop fields are typically where I think a lot of people target uh, hunting geese. And early on in the season, you know, your beans, your corn crops, they're probably not out yet. What are we looking for? in terms of an area or a field to be setting up on? Uh, a lot of barley fields, a lot of wheat fields, um, pea fields. Those are all pretty much taken off uh, right away. Um, but I have been seeing a lot of uh, pinot beans coming off as well, too. Uh, a lot of waterfowl like to tend to those areas. But if I'm going to give like a general like kind of location of where to start looking, I would go onto your satellite imaging and start to look for big bodies of water and then go within a 10 mile radius of that big body of water. Cause more times often than not, those waterfowl birds are using that as their main roost and they're kind of bouncing within that 10 mile range around their roost. So if you find some cut uh, harvested crop fields out there, more than likely they're going to be using it to feed. So Matt, uh Typically, a lot, you know, like with deer hunting, you a lot of people have their own land or they'll hunt on state land or public land of some type, and those deer will stay around in that area. With geese, they're always moving through. They're always, you know, this field might be hot one day, two days later, they're all on somebody else's land. How do you manage that? Do you, do you go out and do your scouting, say, two days ahead of time and figure out this is where I want to hunt? Then you go find that landowner and talk to that landowner then. Do you try and plant seeds, so to speak, with all the landowners in the area ahead of time? Um, you know, for the people that don't have a lot of land or have land, how are they going to get through that? Yeah, I mean, the biggest tool that I've been using for the past couple of years is Onyx. Uh, I have it on my phone, and if you buy their subscription, it'll actually show you all the landowners uh, that actually own the property. You know, that's kind of the weird thing about waterfowl hunting is if you're doing it in a field, um, you know, each farmer is going to stay on a different cycle uh, each year. So the field that you shot 50 geese in last year that was uh, silage corn could now this year be wheat, and then next year could be pinot beans. So each year it's always changing. Uh, like you say, about two, uh, two, three days in advance, I usually like just driving around and just kind of like pin, pinpointing where those fields are and pinpointing like what fields are about to come off or what fields that are already off. So that way when it does come down to actually scouting during the prime time, either sunrise or sunset for where those birds are going to end up feeding, uh, those are, I already have those pinpointed in my phone, so I don't have to drive 
mindlessly for miles on end uh, in order to find those cut fields. Excellent advice for all of our listeners who might be thinking about heading out here on the waterfall opener, particularly particularly targeting geese uh, and doing some goose hunting. Um, Matt, I want to shift gears just a little bit here. You you alluded to it earlier when we talked about license requirements and duck stamps. Earlier this week, you had a chance to uh, tag along with one of our Gone Outdoors guests from a few weeks ago, Sam Soholt. He was out doing his 100-mile duck ruck. Give us just a little, like, report in from the field. I know I know that was a few days back, but just give us a report what it was like being with him out there on the road. Oh man, it it was an experience. You know, I was I was very uh I was very happy when he called me and he asked me to come join him on one of the days. Uh I wish I could have made all the days. It would have been a riot. Um but no, you know, each day he his goal was thirty three point three miles uh to hit his hundred mile mark. Uh, and Sam is so knowledgeable and so passionate about conservation. It was, it was awesome to just go out there, ruck with them, talk waterfowl, talk conservation, and really just kind of get the, the information out there uh, and helping them with the cause. Yeah, and, and for those of uh, our listeners who maybe didn't catch the, the last interview we had with Sam, he's, he's walking 100 miles through the Prairie Pothole region of the North Dakota and South Dakota, and he's doing it to gain support and gain donations. Uh, don- donations can take place at publiclandtees.com. He's trying to raise $100,000 to purchase waterfowl stamps, which that money all that he's going to buy with the money he raised, the stamps that he purchases, that money will all go towards habitat conservation. And then he's going to turn around and give those stamps away to, to Ducks Unlimited, Delta Waterfowl, to uh, youth and veteran uh, hunting organizations. What a fantastic cause and uh, great to hear that you had a chance to tag along with them. Matt, as always, we appreciate your expertise. We, we appreciate your time. Thanks for spending a little bit of it with us this morning on Gone Outdoors. Absolutely. Thanks for, thanks for having me, guys. Good luck hunting out there. Hey, uh, folks, good luck to you if you're out there hunting. But uh, if you're listening along this morning, don't go away. We're going to take a quick break and be back with more Gone Outdoors. Ha <laughs> ha